Hello, witches and friends and everyone who listens to this podcast. This episode is um, been in limbo for a while. So my apologies. I'm doing this little note on April 9th to our April 10th at this point. My computer's a little bit behind <laughs> to kind of give you a heads up. This episode has been waiting for a while to get some attention and get posted. I know I have been missing from the, the, the ether of podcasting and stuff for a while. And I did get called out on Reddit on the, uh, broom closet, Witch subreddit wondering when my next episode was coming. And uh, well, here it is. Thank you so much for your patience. Um, I took a little time off from, for my mental health and, um, the situation that I was doing, I run a couple of other podcasts and I kind of use them as an excuse to be able to do this one as well. I sort of like everything kind of works out the way I want it to. The other ones have been running for at least a year or so. So for, I, I started doing this one while I was doing the other ones and it kind of works together that way. But, um, not being able to record the other podcast because of my mental health regarding it, uh, ended up putting this podcast on the back burner as well, unfortunately. However, this is it. This is the next episode of Confessions of a Broom Closet Witch. Thank you so much for your patience. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome back to Confessions of a Broom Closet Witch. My name is Monica, and thanks for joining me. I finally officially have Twitter and Instagram set up for the show, for myself mostly. And uh, you can definitely check that out. It's separate from my other Twitter handle. Um, and uh, the handle you'll find for all of this is going to be that nerdy by witch. Um, I originally had other intentions for what I was going to do with those handles, but I decided that since I was doing this, might as well use them, right? Whew. I know that uh, the last couple of episodes, the one and two, seemed a little bit repetitive when I did the second one, but uh, like I said, I'm still finding my footing in a lot of things, and uh, my apologies if it felt excessively repetitive. I am going to talk about different things today. And mainly is how I use different aids in practicing my craft and how I keep them hidden from my family because I am still in a position position where um, I'm not entirely sure how they're going to take it if they ever found out. And I am going to start by talking about some of the phone apps that I use in helping me get through and, and learn how to practice. And first off, let me tell you what apps I'm using. I've told you once before about Labyrinthros. I'm also using CoStar Astrology, the uh, something called Insight Timer, Moon Phase, Self Care, Book of Shadows, Bells, and Stone. These are all each different unique apps. And basically what they do is they allow me to have basically kind of a digital book of shadows on my phone 
So that way I'm not worried about having my my actual Book of Shadows out and working on it. And somebody in my family goes, oh, what's that you're working on? What you doing with that? You know, and then having to go into the whole awkward explanation and possibly cause family fallout. All right. I've mentioned Labyrinthos before. And it is a tarot app. And basically, it is a wonderful little tarot app. They have a few different tabs when you open it down at the bottom. One for doing readings, one for the mirror, which basically helps you look at what these cards could be reflecting in your life. And then one thing that I use almost regularly, especially when I first got it, and that is the learn tab. And if you're brand new to tarot, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing because it doesn't just teach you tarot. It teaches you a few other things as well. Now, I started with going through the different quizzes that they give. And each quiz is accompanied by an article that basically explains what that section of the tarot is about. The major arcana, which is all of your um, main cards, the fool, the star, the tower, the emperor, the empress, the hermit, the hierophant, all of those. And basically the kind of meanings are behind those. And then of course it breaks the rest of the tarot down by suits, wands, cups, swords, pentacles, so on. And then of course there's one for the court cards, which is the kings and queens of each of those suits. It's wonderful. I've been testing and teaching myself through this app and I find that I'm a little bit more knowledgeable every time I do it and I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to identify the meaning behind cards without having to look at the little description of the card in order to understand what it could mean and I'm finding that I'm getting better at deeper interpretation of the tarot so that I can understand how it relates to my life and my current situation. And it's wonderful. Other than just doing the tarot, it also gives you reverse on the tarot, which is really interesting. I know a lot of people don't use uh, the reverse cards, but some people do. I think using the reverse gives you more information, or that's my opinion anyway. Other than that, they also do Lenormand and moon phases as well as zodiac astrology and planet astrology and houses. So there is more to learn than just the tarot and I really truly appreciate that. Looking at the reading tab, hit the new reading bar. There's one right at the top beginning from the get-go that is basically a daily read to assess your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions for the day wonderful little setup there. And then of course, under the reading tab itself, they have different tabs there. General readings, spiritual readings, love, growth, career, moon phases, Lenormand, and astrology as well. And different spreads depending on what you want to know. I have definitely been utilizing this, especially in situations where I'm kind of questioning what is occurring or what could possibly occur as a result of something else. So this is definitely an app that is worthwhile. 
And of course you can do custom settings. You can remove the reversal or you can change your little avatar depending on what all you've learned so far. And of course the avatars are based on the different uh, cards of the major arcana. The next app I have is CoStar Astrology. And for CoStar Astrology, you'll need to know your natal chart information, which is your date of birth, including the time and where you were born. Now, I'm not going to give out my information, but <laughs> I was born on the West Coast in the morning. Um, and my birthday is actually coming up soon, so I'm kind of excited about it, kind of hesitant. It's it's a new step forward for me. So I'm definitely looking forward to what my birthday astrology is going to tell me. And right off the bat, you're given a basic chart. It kind of gives you what the weather's going to be like in your area. And it gives you just a basic reading. For me today, it says, don't be surprised if your insides leak out when you spend time with someone you love. Basically, don't be surprised if this if you find yourself feeling vulnerable around people you care about. So it, it's a nice little thing to think about and to meditate on. And then, of course, it gives you what you can look forward to. Um, today is apparently pressure and trouble in the different aspects and areas they look at. Um and the chart they give you, they look at routine, thinking and creativity, spirituality, social life, sex and love, and of course yourself. And it's really interesting. It is definitely in depth for what is offered for free. They do have a paid section, but I'm not paying for anything just yet. I think I get enough of a good read from the chart as it is. And plus they give you a little spot, you know, you can look into further information by hanging out with a person of this setup. Like mine says, study complete devotion with an Earth Mars. So that's an interesting take, finding somebody who's an Earth sign in Mars. is definitely something to consider. It's telling me learn from Earth Mars, but avoid fire Venuses. And then of course, under the chart, you can take a look at what your actual chart looks like for your natal chart. And then updates gives you the breakdown of what is what, what where your trouble is or so forth. Today it's telling me my energy is scattered. I fixate on image and so on and so forth. It's definitely worth considering if you want a deeper look at your charts and everything and maybe some day-to-day -day guidance and some things to think about. They are on Instagram and they are also on Twitter as well. So if you're interested in any updates or whatever that happens, definitely look at following them on there. Insight Timer is a meditation timer. That's pretty much all there is to it. You can do guided meditations. You can do different classes and lessons. Basically, I started with some of the beginner meditations just to get started and get a feel for it because I think I'm ADHD. I'm not entirely sure, but focus is not my strong point. 
So having some of those beginner guides really helped. And now I'm getting to a point where I'm just using a timer and just using a little bit of background music to help me keep my focus. And it's been really wonderful. I'm a little off. I haven't been doing my meditation regularly as I should, but this is a wonderful tool and it's free to use. And the classes that they offer are free to use as well. There is some stuff where you can pay or donate, but uh, the tag right at the top says it in plain English, 70,000 free meditations. And understanding how meditation works and affects your craft and your practice is really unique. It helps you get in touch with who you are and what your energy is. And meditation, the beautiful thing about meditation is you can use it anywhere and nobody's going to bat an eye because there is this focus more now than there was ever before about meditation and mindfulness and becoming aware and more present. So feel free to meditate wherever you need to. If your family is very uptight Christian, you can say you're meditating in prayer and they shouldn't have any problems with that. Okay. Moon phase is the next app on my list and it plain and simple. It is what it is. It gives you the weather. It gives you the moonrise, the sunrise, and what the cycle for the moon is going to be. I know that right now, as I'm recording this, it is first quarter moon and that the next full moon is going to be on January 28th. And first quarter is going to be on the 20th, last quarter on the February 4th, and new moon on the 11th. Beautiful way of keeping up with the phases of the moon, if that's the only thing you want it to do. I haven't gotten into any of those other fancier, witchier moon phase apps or anything, because right now I am focused on setting my intentions with the cycles of the moon and learning how to follow through on those intentions as I go on. If you're wanting to plan spells, like say, you know, you have some time when you're going to be alone and you want to do a, a spell at that time, this app will tell you like if your spell is going to be tied to a certain mood phase, this app will help you keep up with that. The next app I have on here is self-care. This kind of functions like a game with no points and no winning or losing. And it's really a simple app and I haven't messed with it in a while. And it focuses on what they consider to be your room. And you can change your skin color, my person is purple. But the thing is you really don't see your person because they're under a sheet. And there's all different kinds of activity things you can do that are just relaxing kind of things. You can clean up the clothes in the room or pet and customize your familiar. There's a flower chain. You can make origami flowers with it. There's a slide puzzle. Um, you can light a candle and meditate with the candle. 
you have a little altar that you can decorate or a clothes matching game to clean up. It's just a wonderful little app to just kind of relax yourself with. You can write notes. You can send your write down your affirmations. Tend a little plant. It's just a great little app for any time you think you're or you feel like, excuse my wording, anytime you feel like you're getting overwhelmed, you can open this app, do a couple things in it, meditate, play a little game, pet the little familiar. It's just a wonderful little relaxation tool. The Book of Shadows app. I dug around to find a good one because I didn't see any recommended. And I haven't used it since um, October 14th of last year. <laughs> and you can customize the background. It's basically a little note for keeping up with your, like you come up with a new spell you want to write. You find out about new books or things you want to look up. Setting your intentions if you want to keep up with them. Writing them down. Uh, sigils you want to create whatever make you can write it down here and categorize it based on anything in the list use it as a journal use it as whatever uh, categories you can set up on your notes check in magic knowledge card reading astrology manifestation candle dream symbol or message moon cycle spirit work general note and it keeps up with it. There is a slight problem that as you write down further into the journal page, it doesn't scroll up like it should. And this is just on um, iOS, which is the iPhone stuff. But for what it's worth, it is a nice little app for note taking that uh, I keep tucked away separate from my regular notes so that when I do things in my regular notes, Nobody's going to be looking over my shoulder and going, oh, what's this thing about spells and sigils and whatnot? You know, it's just a nice little thing to have handy and separate. The Bell Bells app, it is what it is. It's a nice little app for ringing a bell. And it's pretty simple. You just pull up whatever bell you want and then you shake the bell. And I use this for spell casting because I can't have an actual bell on my person. This little app comes in handy for that. The last app, last and not least, I downloaded Stone because I have come into possession of some different crystals and stones and I want to know what the identity is, what they're used for. And there's a whole different slew of stones listed it is still kind of limited in the end though as i didn't see jade listed on here anywhere and i do have a kind of jade piece from one of my jewelry kits that i've bought so definitely worth considering especially if you're wanting to go into the crystal practice so on and so forth and that's just the apps that I have now, as I 
pick up more apps and start expanding my practice and my self spiritually, I'll probably end up with more on there. I do want to look at possibly some Norse information as I do want to follow mostly the North Norse Pantheon and the Greek Pantheon as well. So I will try to get more into some of the Greek apps as well, if I can find that information. However, I am on this wonderful Discord chat that I found and they have access to an archives server which has this whole list of different books and stuff. So I'm definitely going to be digging into that as well. And that whole setup has me really, really excited because it is a great way to get my hands on some witchy and pagan books without actually having to buy them or download them digitally or whatever and alerting my family, mainly my mom and my sister, who control the Amazon purchases in our house. And this is absolutely wonderful for me that I can have this little book list at my hands and actually read what is there. So I will talk about that in another episode at some point. Okay, the other half of this episode, if you are reading the title of the episode, it is called Appcraft and the Altoid Altar. The reason for the Altoid Altar is this is my travel altar. And I will post a picture on Instagram at some point, probably in the next couple of days. And yes, it is what you think it is. It is a tiny little Altoid tin that I bought while I was at work. And I bought it before the pandemic. So if I it had been after the pandemic, I probably wouldn't have bought it and I wouldn't have gotten anything. Basically, it's a nice little tin can that I have cleaned up. And it holds a lighter and some birthday candles. Some of the, the little birthday candles in it. And I use that for casting spells because I can't have an actual altar. Now, please know and keep in mind that you don't have to have an altar to practice. It is just a way to help focus and center your energy as you cast your spell. But for what I wanted to do, I felt I needed a small travel altar to keep with me. Now you normally, before the pandemic and before I ended up eventually, unfortunately having to quit my job, I kept it in my purse. And that was not a problem. I could easily get away with it. I kept the little baggie of Altoid mints in my purse as well. So that way, if anybody asked about it, I'd have an Altoid to hand them. And Honestly, if you want a little travel altar, that's not a bad way to go. So if they see you with a little tin in your hand and they ask you a question as you're going to put it away, oh, that's just my Altoids. You want one? And you can just offer them a mint from your purse without a lot of questions, purse, bag, whatever you carry. So I set up this little Altoid altar for this express purpose. And I keep it or normally I kept it in my purse with my um, Thor Ragnarok playing cards for doing cardamancy. Uh, unfortunately, I no longer carry my purse anywhere and I really don't leave the house 
as we've basically quarantined, I'll let you know now, I live in Tennessee and they do not know what they're doing in handling the pandemic. I promise you that. Oh, it is crazy. Oh, I can't wait for these vaccines to finally be at a point where it is my turn to go get vaccinated because living in this house is driving me crazy. Oh, I'm getting so stir crazy. But uh, now I keep my little Altoid tin altar in my underwear drawer because I am the only one that puts away my underwear because I sleep in a loft that is up a ladder. (laughs) Nobody's going up there but me when I go to bed. So it is not a problem to keep it up there. I know they're not going to go digging. And they tend to stay out of my underwear drawer anyway. So that's where I keep it. I will talk about a couple of the spells that I ended up casting with it at another point. I kind of want to keep these episodes from running over the 30 minute mark. Because I think if it goes too long, it I kind of get to the point where I start rambling. But... Again, if you're wanting to keep your practice under wraps from your family, phone apps and a tiny travel altar in your purse are not a bad way to do it. And especially if you decide to lock the apps on your phone, which is always an option, or just locking your phone in general, knock on wood that you're able to, because I know in certain family situations, And at certain ages, you're not able to do something like that. I think that's going to do it for this episode. If you're interested in contacting me with any questions or comments or what have you, you can reach out to me at Instagram or at Twitter. My handle is, again, at ThatNerdyByWitch. Or you can always send me an email at anerdblog at gmail.com. That's all one word. If you're on Reddit by any chance, my username is Anthissa, and you can usually find me hanging out at Witches versus the Patriarchy, a Witchcraft, or Broom Closet Witch. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this was insightful and entertaining at least. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful time of day it is wherever it's at and that your day is a magical one. I will see you all next week. Blessed be.